Hey, Colin. Hey, Emily. Hey, hey. Thank you all so much for joining me again on the Two and Two podcast. Glad to get rid of Blake for another episode. Mm-hmm. Glad y'all yes. are with us. Um, you know, especially from our our podcast um, over the summer, we were talking about you know discipling and, and giving some parenting tips. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about now that we're in the throes of the school year, we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about what does discipleship look like um, for our students and for our kids that are in the ministry. Um, but I have a very important question for y'all first. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one is statistically, what do you think is America's favorite holiday? And number two, what's your favorite holiday? All right, Emily, we're going to start with you. Mm -hmm. What do you think is America's favorite holiday? I think America's favorite holiday um, of all the people that were asked um, is Christmas, just because we've all been to Hobby Lobby at Christmas time. Um, Even honestly, like right after Halloween, they're ready with the Christmas decorations. So I think it's safe to say it's Christmas. Um, And then mine is Thanksgiving. Um, I love the Thanksgiving food, um, all of the casseroles, all of the gratefulness. It's, it's a good time. I love Thanksgiving. All right. Thanksgiving is Emily's favorite. How about you, Colin? Yeah, I would say I agree with Christmas being America's favorite. I feel like everybody loves a good Christmas time. Uh, my favorite holiday has to be Groundhog's Day, though. It's kind of Phil is like really underrated. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not a lot of people are respecting him uh, in the last few years. Uh, Summer's not even really respecting him. If we're honest, it gets hot too quick. Mm -hmm. But it's a good holiday. So what? Yeah, when is Groundhog's Day? Uh, February second, right? Okay. And what's his full name? Uh, Punxsutawney's Phils. Punxsutawney's Phils. I don't feel like that's correct at all. close enough. You could say anything and I would believe it. I don't know. I know so so little about that holiday. Well, just so y'all know, America's favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Okay. I was shocked. You would think it would be the birth of Christ. Uh Uh-huh. But it's not. It's the pilgrims and the Mayflower. People are not as holy as we would like to be. Yeah. 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 That's fine. So uh, Thanksgiving is, uh, is America's favorite holiday. Uh, but guys, diving into this podcast, you know, one of the things that I wanted was so excited about to talk uh, with you guys on this episode is, um, you know, how like I have kids in the house. Y'all have kids; uh, they're all different ages. We have a church that is growing, and, mm-hmm. and y'all have Colin. You have seventh grade through twelfth grade. You've got the little ones, and and um, they all require something a little bit different when it comes to discipleship. Um, but we're into the school year now. And we've been into it for a little bit. Just so y'all know, like my schedule this week was baseball practice for the boys Monday. Carly has a soft had a softball game yesterday. The boys had a, a baseball game yesterday. We have church Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We have another softball game Thursday, and another two softball and baseball games on Saturday. Uh, in addition to church and friends and family and and all that good stuff. Schedules get a little bit crazy. So what mm-hmm. I would love to talk about is what does it look like for discipleship moments for our kids, for our parents to be able to invest in their kids mm-hmm. and just to encourage them a little bit. Just in the, the midst of a busy schedule, we're back to school. And so, Emily, I want to start with you. Um, you know, you have birth through preschool and then you have um, elementary age, kindergarten through sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And that's a vast range <laughs> kind of invest into and to pour into. Mm-hmm. And so you have a lot of different parents asking different kinds of advice when it comes to discipling their, their kids. Uh, number one, like what's, what, what should discipleship look like 
Um, let's let's take preschool for example, like mm-hmm. your daughter's age. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does discipleship look like for you, for her? And then how can our parents disciple their their preschooler in, in the age and the season that they're in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say with preschoolers, um, you know, their schedules kind of maybe probably aren't as packed quite yet. Um, but really just on the go, like really capture um, moments is a big one. Is just whenever you have moments, um, your everyday moments that are part of your everyday life to bring in like gospel conversations or spiritual questions. Like it's really just whatever you see um, in the moment and just trying to do that. And then really I'm a big fan of because we all are in the car um, and so we all have car time. And so I have a resource um, that's I'm skipping ahead a little bit to elementary Um, But, like, there's a really good podcast from Tiny Theologians that's, like, about 15, 20 minutes long. And we all have to be in the car when we're on our way to baseball practice and softball games and stuff like that. And so it's just utilize the time that you have. It might be a little difficult to actually, like, carve out formal times like you would want to. And maybe you can only get that in once a week. And that is absolutely fine. Um, But in the busy seasons, it's really a time to lean in and to – just what everyday moments look like. Yeah, I think that's something I learned. We talked about a resource over the summer, just mm-hmm. the Habits of the Household book. Yeah. That has been really transformational for me. Uh, of just like, I have I have a captive audience for 15 minutes as we drive to baseball practice. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to make that an intentional discipleship time that mm-hmm. I can have a gospel conversation um, with my kids or whether it's driving to church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so taking advantage of those those drive times Mm-hmm. is really important and then also scheduling those formal times that you have um, but taking advantage of every opportunity mm-hmm. uh, that we have ahead because my schedule looks crazy mm-hmm. but there's a moment we're all sitting down together and that's in the car mm-hmm. so it's really good well skipping off of elementary just for a second Colin I, I just want to get some input from you because the schedules are a little bit different when we're talking about junior high and high school kids right um, they have band practice and football we're in the throes of football season um, right now, and we experience that on Wednesday nights of kids, um, you know, want to come to church, but they have homecoming festivities, and then the next week they're at church, and the next kid has a, a football game, um, and so the the parents are are driving their kids to and from, um, and what does it look like for you? Like, how do you disciple the kids with such a, a crazy busy schedule? What encouragement do you have? for those parents of teenagers to accomplish something like that. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's a lot of the same. You want to kind of use the time that you have. It's just different when your kid is not, you know, riding with you to school. Most of the time they're driving themselves and like they're there really early and staying really late. Uh, I think almost just as a parent is just taking that time to say, hey, here's the one day that we know that we have off and we're going to intentionally take that time together. Um, Almost kind of set a boundary of like, hey, we're going to protect this as family time. Uh, So maybe it is saying no to one extracurricular thing that's not required uh, where it's like, hey, this I know you were invited to this, but we need to really take that time. Um, I mean, sometimes the best lesson for a student is just learning to say no. Uh, And I know like I've always hated to rest, uh, and I remember like being in high school, and I never wanted to take time off. That would have probably been a really good lesson to learn: is here's how to Sabbath. You know, yeah. uh, here's really just practically what this looks like, um, and then also just check your expectations. Uh, don't expect, especially for junior high and high school students, that you're going to come in and have church service uh, for your family devotion. You you would almost expect that they would participate a little bit more, and that they would have something to say. They're just probably worn out and tired uh, and just have that expectation of like, hey, I'm going to take 
even if it's a five minute time of just explaining what God's done today or asking a question of what is a high and a low or, you know, what, how did you see God move in this? What are some prayer requests that you have? Uh, those are just simple things to just kind of implement throughout the week, even if it's busy. Um, and most of the time the student has technology, have a family group chat. What are some things that y'all can talk about in that group chat that is just as simple as like, hey, I'm praying for you guys as a family, or hey, I know you have a test on Tuesday, I prayed for that. Um, just a way that kind of gets the using of technology that they're already on that you can implement as a family as well. Yeah, that's good. I think that's, that's really good. And something I want to talk about next a little bit is, you know, last night we had softball game and baseball game. We got home at 945. Mm-hmm. last night and then by the time you know kids didn't wanted a, a snack before bed and then they had to to shower and bathe um, by the time we got them into their bedrooms it was you know 10 15 mm-hmm. which isn't normal like that's not always uh, the case but we had a unique time uh, of okay we still want to get a devotional time in but my kids were exhausted mm-hmm. um, so Emily for you I know it's a little bit different preschool and elementary but if you can just tie into both like what do you look for? What advice can you give parents of like, if my kids are really tired or, or our schedules are crazy, like how can you tell when to like, okay, I have this planned devotional set. How can you tell like when to call an audible or when to go further in the discipleship process? Um, things like that. Any any, any mm-hmm. input that you have would be great and helpful for me. Yeah, no, and I think it's great. I mean, how did they respond whenever you kind of started doing or did you just kind of let them go to sleep? And we just, we, and we divided and conquered last night. Go. And so Natalie did the boys mm-hmm. and went through their thing. And I took Carly and, and did her little quick prayer time and, and, yeah. and bedtime routine. But it was last night we knew we had to make an adjustment. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we were just okay. We had to be okay, okay with the with adjustment. It. Which I, I think pretty much is, like, not that you're put hoisting y'all up as an example, but that's pretty much it. It's just, like, if it is normally more longer and formal than that, but it's they're exhausted because it's literally 10, 15, like, you just kind of adjust it, and you want to get the prayer time in for sure and give them a chance if they, like, you want to um, maybe check how they're doing, if there's anything they're nervous about for the next day. Like, that's definitely a good thing that you want to address the night before and um, just kind of devotional et, I guess, if you want to. And then one thing that I do, um, at least with my preschooler, is I try and get, like, the longer things in in the morning. Um, Because then I have to, like, get up a little earlier if I'm going to make something happen like that. But even with preschooler, like, sometimes bedtime does not go how I think it's gonna go and I think every parent out there said amen like really bedtime doesn't always go the way we want so kind of even maybe it doesn't look like that if it can great and you can at least wrap some wrap your day up like that but um, if you know and you can kind of see like hey that's not really working super well for them like you can adjust it to we're doing a morning devotion or we're doing a lunchtime devotion I know some parents might be um, like have the flexibility to be able to go have lunch with their kiddo, and that's a really good sweet time in the middle of the day. Like it kind of comes down to knowing your kid and yeah. knowing when they are at their best. Yeah, well, and I think that's really good advice too of just knowing your schedule. Like mm-hmm. if you know you're destined for a late night one mm-hmm. night, trying to find a way to to make that obtainable, maybe at a different time, mm-hmm. is really good. Um, Colin, for you, when it comes to student ministry, I think a lot of the teenagers are probably used to later nights and having right. to cram and having to study. Um, more so, I think parents of teenagers struggle on, like, I don't know how to necessarily connect with my kid, or they're not, they don't seem as interested on the information that I'm, I'm giving them. 
Um, they seem disengaged sometimes, and teenagers just have an ability sometimes to just feel like they're in a fog. Um, and, and so what encouragement do you have for parents of teenagers as far as like if their kids aren't responding to whatever discipleship pattern that they have in place um, or they're they're kind of putting a wall up to not want to be at, you know 100% involved in that what what kind of advice can you give our, our parents of teenagers yeah I think just like one don't stop I mean I, I think that can be the easiest discouragement from the enemy is like oh well hey they're not paying attention they're not listening and that's just the season. That's not necessarily like the reality, um, you know, and like teenagers are tough. They're the scariest human beings on earth. You know, like it's really hard to keep that conversation going. And sometimes they're the ones who just don't want to. Um, but I think as a parent, our, our goal is to say, hey, we're going to train you up in the way you should go. Um, doesn't mean that it's going to be the easiest training. Off season sometimes for football teams is not very fun. And it's not always like you don't have killer days every single day. Um, but it doesn't mean that you just give up. Uh, and so I think just to continue on and keep going and realize like, hey, there's going to be a day that if your prayer life is focused on, hey, I want my son or my daughter to just open up a little bit and you're praying towards that end, God's going to hear that. God's going to, you know, he'll He'll want to respect that prayer and answer it in the way of like, hey, I'm going to give you a good conversation here. Uh, I think it'll be surprising if you keep that that conversation flowing, what you get out of it rather than just, you know, stopping in those moments where it's like, okay, this just got awkward, you know? Um, and like, never, I'm never going to talk about this again. Like, you know, that's an over-exaggeration. It can be awkward for moments. Let's embrace the awkward, keep pressing in and keep talking. Yeah. I think that's, don't give up, be willing to make some adjustments. I think is, is something just with my parenting that I hope I carry on to when my kids are teenagers. Um, but also something I've heard you say in the past too, is, um, find intentional moments just to be one-on-one with your kid, whether it's going out and getting ice cream or, or doing something a little bit different right. um, to see what else, you know, what direction you might need to go with them. And I think that was something that I've really taken to heart, even with my kids that are younger, is I want them to grow and I want them to love Jesus and I want them to love others. And I see that being obtainable through how I'm going to disciple them and how I'm going to invest in them and what can I show them. Um, but sometimes they just need dad time um, yeah. and to be able to pull them out of what a normal routine is and just go do something different with them and just be available. You find out so much information of what they're hungry for mm-hmm. and what they might need next. And I think that was such good, good advice that I heard you give um, at, at some other time. Um, so as, as we're wrapping up this podcast, and, and again, I want this to be an encouragement to um, parents of that, that have kids of all ages, but even grandparents that get to spend some special time with their grandkids, that they're such an important part of uh, discipling their kids as well. Um, are there any resources or anything that you can point um, some of these parents to, 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 to help them try something different? And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is like, I'll try something for a season and it runs its course and then I have to try something different. One of the things that works really well for us now is Emily, you send a parent email on Sunday right after church mm-hmm. and I'm able to see kind of what my kids had learned and what they talked about and because they're not the most forthcoming in like how church went or right. what did you, you, <laughs> you learn and all that stuff and like I get it was good and thumbs up as they take a bite of their sandwich mm-hmm. um, but that helps me have a, a deeper conversation at the lunch table 
And so it's a huge resource for me, and I know okay. it is for a lot of our parents. Um, but are there any other resources that you'd like to point out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which also I put in that email like a little card that kind of has even activities that you can do throughout mm-hmm. the week if you have a second um, that kind of reinforce what they learned on Sunday. Um, but also one that's kind of new, and so it just started. There's only a couple episodes out. I mentioned a little bit earlier is the Tiny Theologians podcast. Um, and so it's kind of geared a little more toward elementary, but I listened to an episode the other day, and I kind of enjoyed it. Um, and so I know parents, like, won't hate listening to it either. Um, and it's about 15, 20 minutes. Um, it's basically goes through um, kind of a resource that Tiny Theologians has of, like, the ABC's Attributes of God. Um, and so for each podcast episode, like... Um, uh, a brother and a sister will like go on an adventure to learn something new about God and so um, I think that's really fun kind of adventures and odyssey type feel mm-hmm. um, but a little more bite-sized um, and then for meal times whenever you do have a moment one thing I know that's on the go I don't have one quite yet because I don't have a huge talker she's working on it um, but it's called the grad cube and it's not really a cube it's got like 12 sides but um, it kind of takes on kind of your what you guys do at mealtime sometimes with your asking questions um and so it just kind of has like different topics and questions about things to be grateful for then yeah. it just looks really fun and really good and what is a 12-sided shape called uh, i don't know <laughs> but they, I, I don't know i'm not i didn't pay attention in geometry that's my bad um i know that the makers have like said what it's called but like that's not as fun as a grad cube um, so that's from the Good and Kind Co. And they have lots of fun stuff that's um, awesome. that I recommend. Yeah, I think uh, we found a YouTube channel called Kids on the Move, and they mm. animate Bible stories that are four, five, six minutes long. Yeah, love that. Stuff. Um, and that's, you know, my boys love that. Carly ends up loving it. So that's been a really neat resource for us as well. Um, teenagers are a little bit different. You know, yeah. they, you know they, there's all kinds of different technology and different things where they, they have so much speaking into their lives. Um, but to be able to find ways for them to get truth is extremely important. Uh, what advice do you have for parents of teenagers to, to get that truth to their kids? Yeah, there's uh, one website. I actually just pulled it up. It's access.org. Uh, and it's just a biblical uh foundational piece for parents and just a resource. Um, so what I love is that they have a culture guide. Uh, and so it'll be like, hey, here's what's coming up or here's what's going on in culture and here's how to kind of just like really relay the truth in the middle of that uh, that piece. Um, so I know like they have some stuff that will talk about how to decipher what's going on on TikTok. Um, not necessarily so you have to be the, you know, the person who's like, hey, you know, quit watching that, but here's truth that speaks against what maybe is going on. Um, but that's been helpful for me just to keep up in the know because uh, students and their lives are constantly changing. Uh, so it's always hard to keep up with whether it's slang or just what's new. Um, and this has just been a way to help me uh, just through my inbox uh, to keep up in that way. Um, but it's a it's a quick resource. And then uh, one of the, a lo- not a local church, but uh, Champion Forest out of Houston, uh, they actually just released a uh, a parenting podcast, um, and so just their student pastor and their kids minister are just having conversations, um, and so those are just more resources and more more things to listen to and just read uh, to take in to just know, hey, this is what's going on in my student's life, and and here's really how I can speak into it. That's awesome. So when are you and Emily going to replace Blake and I on this podcast? I'm thinking Coming next month. Yes. Let's do it. I'm all in. You can have it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but I'm, I'm so excited to have you all on the podcast again this month. As we're talking about resources, you know, our parents are really blessed um, to be able to have both of you minister to the kids and minister really to families 
uh, in this church. Uh, Y'all invest a lot into my family, um, and it goes a long way, and I'm eternally grateful um, for the love that you have for all of our kids here at Gateway and all of our families, um, but even just specifically my family. So I love you guys. I'm thankful for both of you. Thank you all for carving out some time to be on the 2 and 2 podcast uh, this month. Remember, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the notification bells and the subscription buttons and all that good stuff. Listen to us each month uh, at the beginning of each month, and we will be back with you soon. Have a great day.